1: This is the happy hour.
2: You guys know the happy hour?
1: Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln America.
2: Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Saynert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting, a 937 A Ticket and the Ticketfm.com. happy monday this is the happy hour 93.7 the ticket the ticket nick sanert and rico joining you hello rico hello how was the weekend fantastic anything exciting happen over the weekend
1: uh helped clean out the old studio that's right and uh found some cool stuff in there what would we uh, find no i'm not telling you I okay. um, found some cool stuff in there Cleaned it out I got to I got to drive a U-Haul for the first time Was it my stuff? Is that why you're not no. telling me? No, okay, there good. was nothing of yours Okay, good I don't think I was going to say Because I cleaned it my stuff out I think Nah, it was nothing of yours So Good it could But be. you got to drive a U-Haul I did I got to drive a U-Haul for the first time That's good It was very fun what, Like a big one? I like the little ones Okay Like it wasn't a truck But it was a U-Haul But it wasn't it was like definitely a big U-Haul, one like the It wasn't like a big one If they would ask me to drive I'm not driving a big one No, I'm scared
2: Yeah. I understand what that one um, 402-464-5685 the Honda Lincoln hotline and the starter Heyman text line are both open for you guys the entire show today as well as the starter Heyman Jewelers live video stream Facebook YouTube Twitch Twitter and Allo channel 951 love to hear uh, your guys' thoughts on just the weekend in general it was a it was a really good college football weekend you had Alabama and Texas A&M you had um, Maryland Ohio State you had LSU Missouri uh arizona u s c on pac twelve after dark turned into a heck of a game to close out the Saturday night.
1: I'm just flashing my watch,
2: oh, yeah, you had Colorado Arizona state <laughs> as well um, but before we go any further, Rico, we have to shout out yes. Delco
1: Dave, oh my goodness,
2: now you're probably asking yourself who's delco Dave Delco Dave your new best friend is he delco Dave it, is probably my best friend as he brought in uh Philly Cheesesteaks for lunch today. Now, get this.
1: Ladies and gentlemen.
2: It's Delco Dave's. They are teamed up with SoCal Taco Shop in the alley behind Sartor Heyman Jewelers at 12th and 0. Now, remember, it is in the alley behind Sartor Heyman Jewelers. Behind them. At
1: 12th and 0. Just a block away from our station. Which, dangerous. Very dangerous. Because when I tell you that was the best Philly cheesesteak I ever had. It was delicious. That was a damn good. Food.
2: Now, now here's Sick. the deal. Here's what Dave Delco Dave told us that the bread comes directly from Philadelphia. Yes, they thin they cut the local ribeye thin, and uh, you can also grab yourself a birch beer, which is root beer. And which if you is know a Philly special, yeah. If you know anything about me, I'm a sucker for root beer. Root beer, and uh, so the, I was a big fan of the birch beer from Philadelphia. Also, while you're there. Ah, uh, they are open for dining and takeout. So make sure you head over. Once again, the alley behind Sutter Hayman Jewelers, uh, Delco Dave's has teamed up with SoCal Taco Shop, uh, 12th and O Street. Grab yourself a Philly, grab yourself some Birch beer, and then just walk a block over
1: to our uh, station and and come hang out with us. Come hang out with us after you're done with that. Get yourself some uh, Get yourself some Beatrice Bakery for dessert. Yeah, absolutely. Because I had some of the. Uh... Chocolate rum cake the other night. Mm-hmm. So, so good. It's always, I, fr- good. I forgot how good it was. Yeah,
2: I agree. Well, and even, I mean, even the group that I was with, they enjoyed the fruit cake.
1: Yes. They were like, this is not what I th- was expecting. My kids loved the fruit cake. I didn't know if they would. And they, yeah. cause they saw them in little bags and they're like, is that candy? And I was like, yes.
2: So in addition to Delco Dave's, make sure you stop also by Haymarket Park this Saturday for Sip Nebraska. It's from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. SIP Nebraska brings together a passionate community of local wine, craft beer, spirits, and fans to celebrate Nebraska's beverage industry. Wineries, breweries, distilleries from all across the state will be at Haymarket Park on Saturday from as far away as Scott's Bluff and everywhere in between. Tickets are $65 a person for unlimited samples. Now, think about what I just said. $65 bucks, unlimited beer, wine, um, spirits, Excuse me, $65 for unlimited samples all day long. Early bird tickets are $75 and have access from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Regular tickets have doors opening at 1 p.m. And those will close also at 9 p.m. So you can buy buy tickets today at BlurEvents.com. So once again, head over to Haymarket Park. It's a bye week, so no better way to spend Mm -hmm. the bye week. And uh, your Saturday that's opened up now with no Husker football Then at Haymarket Park for SIP Nebraska. Once again, early bird tickets, $10 extra, unlimited samples all day long. You get early access from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., but the entire event to the general public is open from 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. So go on by uh, the tickets, get you unlimited samples all day long. Uh, So once again, the wine, craft beer, spirits, and fans, uh, wineries, breweries, and distilleries from all across the state will be at Haymarket on Saturday. You can buy those tickets at events.com. We went to the Sip Nebraska event last year. Unbelievable place. fantastic. That's, that's when I found out that I enjoy
1: sangria. I found out that on top of the fact that I like dry wine, which... Was surprising to myself. That is surprising to yourself. Yeah, the sweet wine. I don't remember where it was from. It was a local place. I don't remember the name of it though. Was amazing, Mm. and I bought like three bottles and took them home. Well,
2: ever since ever since last year, I've had when I've wanted sangria, I've had to go to the place in Syracuse. Yep, Syracuse, Nebraska, not New York. That's where you got Syracuse, Nebraska, and that is where you have to get the sangria.
1: That sangria was top notch. Great. Also, the uh, great thing the they have you know like there's food there, so there's somebody making absolutely gourmet popcorn. Yep, which which they were giving samples, and I was like, I want to try all of them. Yeah, yeah the caramel corn because I'm a big caramel corn guy. Uh, fantastic.
2: Anyway, I'm big, big fan of caramel so corn. so. Once again, huge shout out to Delco Dave's providing lunch for our staff on Mondays, and then uh, huge thanks to uh, Sip Nebraska for allowing us to be a part of that as well. Uh, so make sure you stop on by Haymarket Park this Saturday for Sip Nebraska 11 a.m to 9 p.m. Uh, Longskirt is in Syracuse now, he says. Hey. So how about you stop on by, get some sangria? Yeah, get us uh, some sangria and bring w- it back. Once again, 402-464-5685. The Honda of Lincoln Hotline and the Hammond Text Line are both open to you guys, uh, as well as the Starter Heyman Jewelers live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. You're- All right, Rico, so let's we're we're gonna hold off on the Husker football conversation for about ten minutes here mm-hmm. because Nebraska volleyball definitely needs to be talked about as well because Huskers volleyball they they go in and after somewhat of a rocky weekend the week before it was rough against Purdue and in Indiana, they have Michigan State and then they have Michigan on back to back nights mm-hmm. this past weekend, the mitten state and they're able to go pretty comfortably through it they they beat Michigan State in the match three sets to one, then they sweep a really really disappointing Michigan team who comes in or who now has a 3 and 12 record mm-hmm. on the season. Uh, Harper Murray's sister obviously is is a member of that Michigan team. They the pushed best, Nebraska in the first well, set. Well, the best player from that Michigan team as well. I believe they won that first set 29-27.
1: Yes. And so They were I, down
2: the entire time. Yeah. So Nebraska though, they end up sweeping
1: Michigan and now they'll return home this next Friday for Michigan State again. Michigan State and Penn State this weekend. Yeah. Um so Nebraska for whatever reason on the road is struggling to start games off in normal Nebraska fashion. They mm-hmm. have been starting off every first set, just, just kind of getting pounded, just, just going down early, attempting a comeback against Michigan state. It didn't work. And they ended up losing the first set against Michigan. It did work. And they won a uh, you know, some extra points in that one again, 29, 27. And then later on in the, in the sets, you know, the second and third sets, they, they kind of take care of business, you know, second, third, fourth against Michigan state. But they kind of you know wake up and take care of business, and in this last one, Lindsey Krause came out to play. She, as, as everyone knows, missed a couple of games, a couple of home matches um, here earlier or, or late last month um, because of an accident she got on got in on O Street. Um, but she came back and put down, I think it was 17 kills and hit over 300 in the game against Michigan, and she was just the go-to for yeah. for uh, Bergen-Riley in that one. And in the three-set victory, Bergen-Riley putting up monster numbers in terms of assists. So in, in the
2: game against Michigan, Krause had 27 attempts or 27 swings, 15 kills, one error. She hit 519. One error yeah, on, on 27 swings. swings is
1: ridiculous.
2: Yeah, Harper Murray finishes on 26, uh, excuse me, 13 kills, two errors on 26 swings, uh, Merritt Beeson then had 10 kills and four errors on 25 swings. Uh, Nebraska had two players in both Krause and Harper Murray hit over 4.400. Um, while, while, like, once again, Krause hit 519 while Murray hit 423 against Michigan.
1: Harper Murray also now, took care of business on the defensive end. Of she, I th- believe yeah. she recorded a double double with 10 digs in that one. Nebraska's defense, a little uncharacteristic. Uh, against Michigan. Yeah. At one point, Michigan was hitting over 200, which Nebraska on the season is allowing, uh, I think it's close to 100 for teams on average. Um, So just a little uncharacteristic on the defensive end, at least early in that one. They started shutting it down as the night went on. But Nebraska getting tested early on the road with, against these Big 10 teams which is good. It's it's not a problem because the Big 10 is good. You know Michigan's record doesn't show it. They're they're still a, a decent squad, but just in the Big 10 all of these teams are really good whether they're mm-hmm. ranked or not ranked. Um, they can push you to the limit regardless because Rutgers just took down Mer- or Rutgers took down Minnesota That's right. in four sets this weekend as well. So uh it's still a very rough go of things in the Big Ten, no matter who you're facing. But getting challenged this early on the road by these teams before you have to face the likes of a top 15 Penn State of a number one Wisconsin next mm-hmm. weekend, um, I, I think this is good for this team. Because going on the road and playing Stanford, winning that one in four sets, um, isn't the same just because, although that team is supremely talented, the road environment in Palo Alto wasn't mm-hmm. quite the same as you're going to face on the road against these Big Ten teams. Um, if you pay attention to uh, the Big Ten videos that they post and that they're putting out for volleyball, they were asking about the toughest road environments, and a lot of the players said Purdue, which is what Nebraska was struggling mm-hmm. with at Purdue. So these road environments on the Big Ten are tough places to play and tough ga- tough games to win, tough matches to win, but Nebraska is still pulling it out and and remaining undefeated on the season before they're I would say two toughest tests against a much improved Penn State and a, obviously, number one Wisconsin.
2: So once again, Nebraska moves to fifteen and zero here on the season. They'll they'll have a pretty good road of uh, or slate of games coming up. Once again, Michigan State comes to Lincoln on Friday, Penn State uh, on Saturday. Then the following week, Northwestern on the road uh, on the on Wednesday, October eighteenth, and then that Saturday, the the time that Nebraska football will play Northwestern at two thirty at seven p.m. that night. Number one, Wisconsin comes into the Bob, and uh, Nebraska will play. Their uh their team that they're trying to beat I suppose and and get on top of uh number 1 Wisconsin you talk about Nebraska's defense right that's been a staple for this program throughout the last couple of years but especially mm-hmm. this season you look at the Michigan State match uh, from Friday and Michigan State hit .088 for the match but in the last set in the fourth set the Nebraska ended up winning 25 to 11 to seal the victory they held Michigan State to a negative 0. .158 hitting percentage. Michigan State in that fourth set had just 5 kills on 19 swings, had 8 errors. Mm-hmm. Had 3 more errors in that set than they did kills, um which is which is really impressive. Great defense from from Nebraska. That's that's going to be the staple and, and defense travels, right? Yes. You want to talk about that uh to where Nebraska can always lean on their defense because they are able to hold Play, uh, the opponents to to a poor hitting percentage. I mean Nebraska even in that Michigan State match didn't hit that well. I think they finished 0.168 I think is what I saw them at or 0.165 um, so nothing spectacular by any means in terms of offensive hitting position uh, uh, offensive hitting percentage. But was still able to, because
1: of their defense, kind of mm-hmm. uh run away with it. Their at defense is vastly improved. Andy Jackson is, has improved a lot in her on her defensive side uh as the season has progressed. Maggie Mendelson's getting some more time. Um I, I don't know if that's due to what that's due to, but Maggie Mendelson getting some more time than she did earlier in the season. So you've got Maggie, Becca, and Andy yeah. at the at the you know, at the net meeting you there. Merritt Beeson doing her thing. Um with Lindsay Krause back, she is Again, just a beast against Michigan. And we'll see if she can keep that up um this this next weekend or this coming weekend. And um just the defensive side of things for Nebraska at the net is fantastic. And I mean in the back row, I you don't really have to say anything. It's it's Lexi Rodriguez, Lainey Choboy, Maisie Bosinger. Mm-hmm. Uh Bosinger got in a, a little bit against Michigan, came back and was serving. Um they were doing John Cook was changing things up uh against Michigan where you were seeing some players come in. Uh, to serve for others, other you know, Lindsey Krause served for herself against Michigan State, yeah. and then served a little bit against uh, Michigan. But then instead of Kennedy Orr coming in to serve, they brought in Maisie Boziger, and Lainey Choboy was still you know doing her thing and coming in and serving, playing being that you know defensive specialist, but. John Cook was just getting a, a lot of different people in over the weekend against Michigan State and against Michigan, which is good because it shows how deep this Nebraska team truly is where it doesn't really matter who's on the court. They're still going to be a, a dominant force.
2: So here's what's crazy, and this is the last thing before we get to break, and we'll break down college football, just the, the entire country of college football uh, when we come back, as well as Nebraska's victory over Illinois. But you want to talk about impact transfers, not only in the Big Ten Conference, but in the entire country. It's Mayor Beeson. Right, mm-hmm. um, you you look at what Merritt Beeson has done for Nebraska. It's ever since transferring from Florida. Just here in the season, through fifteen games, how about this? Has hundred and eighty four kills, which is tied for the team high in kills. She's averaging three point five four kills per set, which once again is tied for the team high with Harper Murray. She is hitting .268 here in the season. She has uh, fifteen service aces. And she's responsible for over 220 points that Nebraska has scored this season. I mean, you want to talk about, once again, impact transfer not only in the conference but in throughout the entire country. Merritt Beeson is at that top of the list. Mm-hmm. And right she's away. a captain,
1: obviously. Just right away making an impact. And, yeah, being a captain in your first year transfer again was, you know, maybe it took some people by surprise. But, you know, just, just listening to John Cook and the other players talk about her, she is – was a leader right when she got yeah. here and although she had to get adjusted to the way Nebraska's doing things and just get adjusted to Nebraska in general, just right away kind of taking the reins of that leadership role her and Lexi Rodriguez um leading the team and like you said, she's just been an impact right away from the jump and um unfortunately for Florida with with her loss, you know they lost their setter earlier for the season and over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, it was said that their star impact freshman won't be playing the rest of the season. Her last action she saw was against Stanford back in August. So Florida not in a unfortunately not in a good way from a top twenty five top ten team to they might not even be in the top twenty five after this coming weekend. They got swept by Auburn, um, who was twenty fifth I think Florida was like nineteenth or something like that. So Florida might not even be in the top twenty five at the once the rankings come out. But um, no Merritt Beeson coming in and and just being that impact right away her and Harper Murray on opposite sides and I mean even hitting out of the back row have just been phenomenal and uh, again adds to the depth for this team even though they're both playing six rotations
2: yeah there's a lot of exciting things down the road once again the uh, the upcoming schedule for Nebraska Michigan State Friday Penn State Saturday Northwestern next Wednesday that one's on the road but then the big one between Nebraska and number one Wisconsin on the following Saturday October 21st and if you want to do a little double sport action. Make sure you head over to Memorial Stadium for for football between Nebraska and Northwestern and then uh volleyball at night at seven PM.
1: So Well if you haven't gotten uh, your ticket for that, if you haven't gotten your ticket for that volleyball matchup, good luck. It's about three hundred dollars. I looked up the ticket prices and it's not it's not cheap. It's I believe I think like two thirty something might be the cheapest ticket.
2: Hold on, we can um, we can I don't look think this up really, no, really quickly.
1: There's no standing room, and even then standing room will probably be somewhere in the two hundreds. Um, but it's like two, two to like five hundred dollars for for a single ticket, not two tickets yeah. for a single ticket. Yeah,
2: you're you're probably uh, out of luck if you're trying to buy you know multiple tickets in a row. Um,
1: you'll sit on opposite sides of the court, but maybe you'll both be in the same building.
2: Yeah, I mean, and that's part of it, I suppose. Uh, yeah. So Nebraska, Wisconsin, and Nebraska um, looks like well, anything above or below the third level is. Full. yeah. Good luck with nothing that. nothing available. It's not happening. Nothing available between the uh, well, that that'd be standing room, I would suppose. So, um, and those are two hundred bucks. How about that? Two hundred bucks for one ticket. That's all that uh, Seat Geek is see, currently good. showing. Except there are two tickets. Oh, we're at um, let's see, what would this be?
1: I think I looked section
2: that one up. section C seventeen row nineteen. Uh huh. Three hundred forty seven dollars each. Whew. Each. Yeah. So you wanna you wanna talk about fees? Good luck with you that. You wanna talk about fees after I wish we could
1: look Nebra like unfortunately I, I go to checkout. Let's just, let's just see how much the fees would add. Nebraska on. volleyball needs to just play in Pinnacle Bank Arena. They'll fill it up. Like that's not a problem. They'll fill it up. It's just oh, man. there's not those tickets this might be a little bit of rant. The tickets for volleyball. Have been sold out forever because the season yeah. ticket holders just they just don't let them. It's kind of like the season ticket yeah. holders just don't let them go. Why would they? And it goes. I think you shouldn't, but they just go through the family for years and years. Yeah, and it's impossible to get tickets. It is. It you is. Know, for the longest time, I was like, ah, it's not that hard. You can go to SeatGeek or whatever Ticketmaster, you can get your tickets well, through there. You can. And you can. But now, not even now. I mean, they've always been good, but for whatever reason, the tickets now are just so expensive.
2: Yeah, three hundred and forty-seven each plus all the fees. Plus the whatever I was looking other up stuff they got to add on there.
1: I'm looking up tickets because Rachel wants to go to some volleyball matches, so I'm looking up tickets. And there's like two two matches. I'm, I told you which ones they were. I don't remember which ones they it was, were.
2: It was Northwestern and Michigan State.
1: Yeah, um, and those two are the only ones with tickets that are available at or under a hundred dollars. Yeah. And they're and both then,
2: standing remote. And, and I was going to say, they're not $100 because of the opponent. No. They're $100 because of Nebraska. But standing hey, room only. There you go. All right. Let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll dive into the college football side of things. It was a good weekend in college football. Uh, you had a good, great Red River, Red River rivalry That's between Oklahoma, it is, Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, Oklahoma gets the best of the Longhorns there. Uh, and then also in other games, obviously, Arizona took USC to three overtimes. You had the... The insane decision by Mario Cristobal and the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, We'll tell you all about that while breaking down Nebraska-Illinois and what our thoughts were. Uh, Before we bring in Strick for uh, weekend picks here in a little bit, let's go ahead and take a break. We'll be right back on the happy hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com